Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hello! Today's episode, we are talking about how to show up even when it's inconvenient. What do I mean by this? Well, I like to think of sometimes wellness being a thing that we want to do when it's convenient, Um, you know, like... I don't know, I I feel like traditionally we tend to go when life slows down, when the holidays are over, when this happens, then I'll focus on my health or or whatever, Um, when my work slows down or or whatever it is for you. And so I think it's really important to identify that um, a lot of times, you know, taking care of ourselves and our health and wellness is always going to be a bit inconvenient. Um, It's something that we have to fit into our lives. And sometimes that can feel overwhelming and inconvenient. And at the time of this recording, it is the holidays coming up. It's um, the week of Thanksgiving where I am. And I know that this is a a season where sometimes wellness becomes way inconvenient or it becomes by the wayside. And we decide that we want to wait until January when it's convenient, when everyone else is doing it, when it makes more sense and all of that. And I just thought I would jump on and say, let's talk about this. Let's talk about how to make, how to keep showing up, even when things are a little bit different than they normally are, or what we might consider inconvenient. So what do I mean by inconvenient? (laughs) What does this mean? What does it mean when it's inconvenient to show up? Well, I like to think of it as maybe some life circumstances that have happened, maybe some events, situations in your life, holidays could be clumped into here, um, a change of schedule, anything like that, anything that maybe is just something you have to add to your schedule, something that is not normal, something that's different, something that you're, you know, a a new endeavor or whatever, Um, or, you know, when things are busy and it feels like you can't add one more thing to your plate. So really, I want you to think about what, where have you allowed wellness to be an inconvenience in your life? (laughs) 
I need to look up the thesaurus and find another word for inconvenient because I'm going to say it a lot, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, But where have you seen that happen? Where have you seen it become just this thing where it's like really hard to show up because it's just not like, it's not a perfect fit or it's not easily fitting or it's feeling overwhelming. Any of those kinds of words could really align with being inconvenient. And here's what I want you to know. Inconvenience is a choice. When we decide that something is inconvenient, we immediately create it as an excuse, right? This is a little bit of a gut check, a little heart talk here that when we decide that something, oh, I'll do this later, or it's just not the right time or anything like that, it kind of immediately switches to an excuse for whatever reason. Um, or a reason, right? Like a a reason for why you're not doing it, but recognizing that if you still want this to be part of your life, for you to come up and consistently say, this is inconvenient, this doesn't fit, this is too overwhelming, this is too hard, it immediately turns that pursuit into an excuse. And when we step into excuse mode, we step out of accountability mode. And I shared on a few podcast episodes ago about accountability and taking 100% accountability for our lives. This does not mean we show up perfectly. This does not mean that we overhaul every everything overnight. And I think that there is a very big misconception out there that taking 100% re- accountability for your life means that you are doing all the right things and you're, you're doing everything you can. No. That's not it. It's that you're choosing to show up in the best way, the best capacity that you have where you are right now. And so it's okay for you to make a choice to say, this is not a priority for me right now. I'm not going to focus on it. Okay, that's not an excuse. That's a choice that you've made to say, okay, and I'm happy with the outcome that comes as a result of saying no to something. There's lots of things that are good to say no to, right? There's some things that maybe are, I I will focus on this later, but it's a choice that you've made versus, oh, I can't get there because it's inconvenient or I can't, I can't change this or like getting into that excuse mode versus accountability mode. So I want you to think about that as you get to make a choice about how you show up. And accountability is not about showing up perfectly, but it is about setting your own choice and then following through with the choices that you made. So how can we change this idea of inconvenient to let's look at this another way? Okay, often we we look at it as, well, I'm just not, it's too much. I mean, we come up with the excuses, right? We've listed all the excuses. But what if instead, when that came up, we said, how can I look at this another way? In fact, I want that to be our guiding phrase today. How can I look at this another way? How can I approach this another way? How can I think about this another way? That immediately puts the power back into your hands and not somewhere else, 
right? It's taking 100% accountability for your choices because you're saying, how can I look at this another way? How can I approach this? How can I think about this in another way so that I can still meet the needs of my body and keep showing up? I want to guide you through a bit of what I'm going to call a template today to help you approach the things that you might feel inconvenient about to help them become or stay part of your life. That's the goal. I want to give you a little bit of an outline or a template to help you make your health and wellness a priority, even if it feels like an inconvenience, when it feels like an inconvenience, when it feels overwhelming, when you're wanting to make excuses, let's follow this template because I know you're here because you want wellness to be a priority in your life and you want to take care of your body. I know that's why you're listening. And so my goal is to help guide you to do that and to support your unique body in your unique lifestyle. And it looks different for everyone. And so that's why I come in and I say, we're following um, principles. I'm not saying go drink 60, 80 ounces of water every single day. I'm saying, let's follow some principles of wellness and health and wellness to help you become your best self to help you achieve your woman of wellness vision. And that's different. Everybody, it's, a, it's different for everyone and that's good. And there's goodness in this. So I'm going to walk you through this template. And I thought what I would do is bring an example in because I think it's a really good example. And so what you can do as we go along is you can either use this example if this is something that you struggle with, or you can um, input something else that comes in for you. So you can do this with a lot of different things. I'm going to be talking about exercise because exercise often feels inconvenient, doesn't it? Here's my list of excuses that I came up for exercise. I have to wake up early. I have to wear different clothes. I have to shower. I have to have equipment. I have to go to the gym. I don't know what to do when I actually do exercise. And the list goes on, right? And so it makes sense that getting started with exercise could feel overwhelming and could feel inconvenient to keep showing up, right? To get started and to keep showing up. It feels very inconvenient, especially if you have a busy full life. Like it requires time. It requires energy. It requires focus. It requires a lot of things. And so I polled a bunch of you on Instagram a few weeks ago saying, do you struggle with exercise and all of that? And, and like 95% of you said, yes, I struggle with being consistent with exercise. And so I wanted to go through this because I think exercise could be listed as one of those inconveniences. So here's some steps to help you take something that feels inconvenient, we're going to go through with exercise, or difficult to something that fits your lifestyle. Because 100% of the time when we're here, I want you to take every episode that is that we talk about and like put it in, I don't know what the right word is, match it with your own lifestyle. So you take the episode and you say, how do I implement this into my life and who I want to be and who I am and all of that. So we want to take something like exercise that feels inconvenient and help you fit your lifestyle. First, ask yourself why you want this to be an important part of your life. 
we always have to connect with our why. And I think sometimes you hear that, connect with your why, and you're like, well, what does that mean? Why is it important for you? Why is exercise and moving your body important for your life? You need to have a real conversation with yourself about why that's important. Because if I tell you it's important, does it mean anything? No. But when you've decided that it's important for your life, that's your why. And everything you do is always going to connect with that. So I want to have more energy to play with my kids. I want to be able to walk up a flight of stairs and feel like I don't have to stop. I want to hike a mountain. Like there's so many different options. And I want you to think about why, why do you why do you need exercise or, or whatever it is? Remember, you're inputting your own. Why do you need this or want this to be an important light, part of your life? And when you connect with your why, then as you perform this event, and we're going to call it exercise, then what you get to do is you get to pay attention to how this thing is helping your why come true. So then you can look back and be like, oh yeah, I showed up for the last month and I did a walk and I feel like I can walk a lot faster. I have more clarity, mental clarity, like whatever your why was, why it was important. You can look back and be like, oh yes, this is working or no, it's not doing what I thought it would, right? So then you're connecting the dots here. You're saying, oh, me investing my time and energy into doing something like this is actually paying off in the way that I want it to pay off. We've got to create connections here. Just waking up and going to the gym is not going to create a connection for you. But if you can connect that your time at the gym has allowed you to dot, 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 then how much easier does it make continuing to show up at the gym, right? Number two is to allow physical and mental space for this pursuit. I wish we could juggle a hundred different things at once, but we can't. We're human and there's only certain things that we can keep floating at all times. And we can't do all of them all of the time. Some things have to slow down. Some things have to drop off in order for us to keep things going. I like to picture it like plates spinning on like a stick and you have to kind of spin that plate and spin that plate to keep it going. And eventually, if you have too many plates, you can't keep them all spinning. So really think about this is that this may require sacrificing other things. So when you've asked yourself why you want this to be a part of your life, then the next question is, how can I allow physical, maybe time, space, whatever, and mental, hey, this is important to me, like I've got to get my mind in the right place? How can I create physical and mental space for this pursuit? And what do I need to sacrifice to make this a priority? It's not always just adding it, but it requires some other things maybe not being as high on the priority list. And that's okay. Remember, we're making that choice and we have to choose what that looks like. Number three is to meet yourself where you are. If you've been around here for a while, you know that I say this all the time, but we've got to start where we are. Start where you are. If your exercise is non-existent, you going to the gym for an hour a day is absolutely unrealistic. Be realistic with yourself. 
I bet even 30 minutes isn't very realistic if you are not doing anything right now. And that doesn't mean that you're not doing enough, okay? When you meet yourself where you are, you're more likely to get where you want to go. If you are doing no exercise right now, start with five minutes. Start with 10 minutes. We've got 10 minute exercises inside the Women's Wellness Hub. Start there. Meet yourself where you are right now and you can grow from there. But what would you rather do? Start with five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes and build up and have a a consistent plan or go for the first week for 60 minutes, be so sore and then do nothing for months until you decide you get another wave of energy. What makes more sense? Meet yourself where you are right now. Step number four is to follow the cues of your unique body. Start to get in tune with your body. Don't push your body outside of where it's, um, I don't want to say comfortable because I think it's important to push the boundaries and, and push comfort zones, but don't hurt yourself. Don't overdo it. If you are having a day where maybe you didn't sleep through the night, go, going and hitting a hard exercise at the gym is probably not going to support you that day. But other days, maybe you say, yeah, I feel really good. I woke up. I'm feeling really good. I'm just going to like push my body a little bit harder today. Or I had a couple days of easy exercise. I know it's time to get back on. Follow those cues that your body's telling you. Because when we follow those cues, our body is able to recover and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's able to match our needs and the demands that we're placing on it. If you've had a really stressful couple weeks, you might need to take a little like more calming approach to movement and exercise because your body's in a stress state. It's in a chronic stress state and exercise this is, we're going into some physiology here, but exercise puts a little bit of stress on your body. And if you're already at the max, it's not going to support you in the way that it should. So follow the cues of your unique body and you will get where you want to go. And it won't make it feel so dreadful because you know that you can listen. And some days are slower days and some days are push harder days. And that's good. And you know that's good because when you listen to your body, you'll be able to navigate how to create change. Step number five is to incorporate one aspect of enjoyment always. (laughs) Okay? So if you dread exercise, maybe it's not your thing. How can you make it enjoyable? Do you have a favorite podcast you want to listen to? I mean, maybe you're listening to this one while you're exercising. That would be awesome. Um, do you have a podcast? Do you have favorite music? Do you have a TV show that you want to listen to or watch? Find a way to enjoy it. I love to, um, exercise outside. So in the summer, I always like pause my membership, my gym membership and I go outside and I don't do a whole lot of weight training. Although I do teach a, a weight training, I teach a boot camp exercise class in my backyard in the summer. It's always the highlight of the summer for my neighborhood. But, um, one of the things that I like light up is outside, outside. I am an outside girl. And so I know that if I can get running outside, great. Do I run on a treadmill in the winter? Hardly ever. (laughs) It is not my thing. I do not like it, but I could run for miles outside. And that's okay with me. You know, my miles get more in the summer and a little bit less in the winter. And I'm fine with that. That's totally, that fits my lifestyle. And that's great. 
Number six, lower your activation energy. What do I mean by this? Make whatever you're doing easier to do, easier to get started. If we have a high activation energy, meaning it takes that much time to get started, it's going to be very unlikely to get going. So this could be something like making sure your shoes and your clothes are already ready to go and like you can put them on and go out the door if you go to the gym. Or if you do your exercise at home, you have them, you know, sitting right by your yoga mat. Or maybe it's something like you make sure that you, um, I don't know, go to bed earlier so it's easier to wake up earlier. Your, your alarm clock is automatically, you know, it's automatic for you. Maybe you have, you know, always have a pair of shoes at the door so it's really easy to go out. So really think about what would make this decision easier instead of, because you know, when you start to decide if you're going to go or not, you always end up not going. We don't want to make the decision in the moment. We want to make it ahead of time. You know that you're doing the exercise. You've already made that decision. You're not debating in bed. And so maybe it's something like you keep your phone across the room so you have to get out and it's like you you have to you have to get out, right? So think about what would it look like to lower the energy required to get started on that thing. And number 7. Keep showing up within your own capacity. This is important, okay? This is where 100% accountability comes into play. Show up in the best way that you can and remind yourself that there will be times and seasons of push and times and seasons of more rest. That doesn't mean that exercise starts and stops. It means that your modalities, your approach changes. It doesn't stop because you've decided that movement is important because it's connecting you with your why. So it's an essential part of your life. And then all you need to do is keep showing up within that capacity. Let's say you have surgery. Let's say you get an injury. What does that look like? I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to give you any ideas because I want you to think about this for a minute. I want you to come up with these ideas. If something inconvenient happens again, what does it look like for you to keep showing up in your capacity? And then where can you insert grace and say, this is good enough right now. And as I keep going, my good enough will expand. If you have surgery or you break something, you're going to be focusing on a few other things for a while, but think about how much better your recovery can be if you have a system of moving your body and taking care of it. You'll keep up with your physical therapy, like whatever it is. When you show up within that capacity, your ability to keep going, you've lowered the activation energy to keep going. And so when that season moves on and moves forward, you are still there and you're still showing up. And you're going to have times where you say, hey, it's time to push. And then you know what to do, right? So hopefully this episode was really helpful. I want you to think about where you're finding your wellness and your vision of a woman of wellness. Where are you making excuses? 
Where are you deciding that it's inconvenient? Um, and how can you follow this template? First, ask yourself why you want this to be an important part and connect it. Find out how it's helping you. Second, allow physical and mental space for the pursuit. Third, meet yourself where you are. Fourth, follow the cues of your unique body. Fifth, incorporate one aspect of enjoyment always. Six, lower that activation energy, make it easier to do. And then seven, keep showing up. Keep showing up within your own capacity. You're awesome. Let's, if you're listening to this during the holidays, let's jump in and I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to move your body throughout the entire next month or two. What are we at? It's end of November. So next at least month, move your body. Can you take that challenge? Join us inside the hub, uh, the wellness hub. We have movement all the time. That's what we're doing. We're moving our bodies because it makes us feel good. Challenge yourself to show up even when it's inconvenient and follow this template to help you keep showing up. Have a lovely, lovely rest of your day, your week. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. And thank you so much for being here. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.